the FBI's controversial arrest of a pro-life Catholic father at his house in front of his family that's now raising questions over whether the Department of Justice used an unnecessary show a potentially deadly force and why they did it. Mark Hook is set to be arraigned just about an hour from now. He is a husband, he's a father of seven children, and he's also the president of a Catholic men's ministry. The charges stem from an incident this time last year, a 72-year-old patient escort volunteering outside of the Philadelphia Planned Parenthood accused Hook of shoving him to the ground. Hook said he was defending his 12-year-old son from harassment, and the DOJ indicted Hook under the FACE Act, which makes it a federal crime to forcibly interfere with someone seeking or providing reproductive health care. And on Friday, the FBI descended on his home to arrest him. Get this, the FBI admits that up to 20 agents came to his door with guns drawn. Hook's wife, Ryan Marie, called the use of force traumatic and said that the children were terrified, telling Fox News they said they were going to break in if he didn't open it. And they had about five guns pointed at my husband, myself, and basically at my kids. The FBI is calling the claims inaccurate. Emily, this is extraordinary. I, I saw this Saturday morning. I couldn't believe I said there has to be more to the story. As it turns out, the more to the story was the fact that the local DA decided not to bring the charges that the FBI then raids his home with admittedly, they say, 15 to 20 agents. And they say, oh, well, it's inaccurate. Our guns weren't pointed at them. The point is you're going after a pro-life activist, not the guy who's raiding a, a McDonald's with an axe, not the guy who's mowing down an 18-year-old who he himself called a Republican extremist. You know, I get that there's federal and state laws at play here, but the point is you're going after a pro-life uh, advocate for shoving someone, which apparently caused a Band-Aid and nothing more than that. That's right. How are Americans supposed to accept this, that this is how the FBI is utilized and this is how the FACE Act is utilized? Unfortunately, Kaylee, I've seen this a lot in my career, which is the absolute overshow of force in situations like this. It's totally unnecessary. And the FBI says, well, it's according to our standards and practices, right? This is pursuant to an arrest warrant, but it doesn't have to be that way. I've seen it so many times, six in the morning for a nonviolent charge, a white collar crime charge, for example, guns drawn, 50 agents, laboratories, et cetera. It's, it's unfortunately, in my opinion, unconscionable because it keeps happening. And yet the American people have to feel unsafe as axe wielding men ride the subway with them and, and and beat 80-year-old women, um, it's absolutely unconscionable. Let's go back to this for a second. Here's what else is unconscionable. Since the leak of the SCOTUS opinion on May 3rd, we've had, one group reports, over 104 instances of extremist violence against pregnancy resource centers and, and pro-life activists. Just last week, we reported an 83-year-old woman was shot because she was engaging in pro-life activism. And yet, how many instances have we seen of the FACE Act being used to prosecute against them? Or, or just any charge? Zero. I don't think there was a single arrest in any of those pro-life centers that were targeted. Not a single arrest that I know of. That's nope. right. And the attorney general refuses to even acknowledge it. So Senator Hawley calls it an epidemic of violence against pro-life advocates. And he is calling on the attorney general to testify in front of Congress. He says answer for it. Answer for those lack of charges. Answer for the selective use of the FACE Act and the weaponization, the clear political weaponization of it against a totally harmless, nonviolent man who was arrested in 
in front of his seven children with guns drawn, according to their reports, at 7 in the morning. Yeah, we have a picture of him here, Harris, with his seven children, with his wife. Mm -hmm. You know, I was in California over the weekend. I had a woman come up to me and say, I, I run a pregnancy crisis center. My pregnancy crisis center was attacked. She's one, as Emily mentioned, of 104. These tend to be the victims, and yet... To Laura's point, not a single prosecuted case by DOJ in these incidents. So I, I want to go back to something that seems a little bit more familiar than it should be, and that is how the FBI is doing its job right now. And normally when <clears throat> these things happen, they don't speak on it. So now I have more questions to put them on the defensive. Mm -hmm. And so when they say, well, no, it didn't happen exactly this way, it happened this way, and the guns weren't pointed at the kids. At the, the Hauk family spoke about what happened. Mm -hmm. We've seen other Americans where raids have happened who spoke about what happened and whether or not there was a need for that excessive show of force. They are on the defensive once again. Why does the FBI keep finding itself in a position to have to defend mm. itself? Mm -hmm. What is going on such that those things are happening in such a way, those raids are rolling out in such a way that they feel like they can't do the blanket boilerplate. We don't talk about that. My guess is there are cameras around which we saw with President Trump's home mm -hmm. down in Florida. Mm -hmm. um, their children, the innocents, they will repeat the stories that left them so frightened. Right. The FBI is definitely doing something differently here. Yes. And if it's not, then show us how it's supposed to be done. Because what's happening now has a lot of us questioning whether or not they know how to do their jobs in a safe way, particularly when there are people there who aren't necessarily known to be overly violent. Now, look, a legal charge is a legal charge. I don't want to get in the middle of who shoved who and who. They'll either adjudicate that or they won't since uh -huh. the charges were dropped. Right. Maybe the FBI will come back for another bite because the DOJ does. We don't know yet. But what we do know is this looks shady on the part of the FBI because they keep defending themselves. So why is that? Yeah, it's, it's a great point that they're speaking out on cases they normally would stay silent about. And the FACE Act has been used about a dozen times. In fact, in a, another jurisdiction in Pennsylvania, uh, it was dismissed and said you can't use the FACE Act against a simple assault case. But here it's being used, Laura. And I get, again, that there are federal laws and state laws and the DOJ only has jurisdiction over these federal ones, unless there's a civil rights implication. But you can't dismiss the juxtaposition of images we see in New York City, people being pushed into subways, little babies being shot mm -hmm. um, against a pro-life activist who takes his rosary to a clinic with his children and prays and tries to help women in a time of need. There is something awry in this country. Uh, there, it's very frustrating, I think, for the American people to see this is where the resources are being used. That. There is no one, it seems like, addressing what you're saying, Kaylee. All of these incidents that we continue to see, crime is on the rise all across the country. The fact that we haven't seen a single arrest, just to go back to, Emily, what you were saying, of those pro-life centers that were attacked, firebombed, mm -hmm. the times, Kaylee, that this, the FACE Act has been used, it has been for very egregious situations, like Molotov cocktails, like death threats. Not whenever you have a situation, apparently like this, where the guy, you know, was shoved to the ground because he was harassing someone's 12-year-old son. 
Um, it just looks to the American people, I think, so much and, and more like, and it goes to further a notion that this is a politicized organization, that they cherry-picked this particular incident because it was a pro-life individual. That's who they're targeting. And an organization that, uh, when the National School Boards Association yes. says parents are terrorists, we'll put out a letter a day later and say that we're going to look into parents at school board meetings. That's exactly where my head went when I saw this story. I mean, terrible story. Rosaries against guns drawn. I mean, what a terrible narrative. But I thought of that. And, you know, people got concerned when parents were labeled extremists and terrorists. Remember, Merrick Garland said, well, I just can't imagine a situation where we'd have to act on this. And, and now you watch what's going on and you say, no, I can imagine one. Mm. I've seen one. I see what happens when you're on the wrong side of political issues. And it's ugly. Yeah. And meanwhile, you say the FACE Act's been used in situations of firebombing and arson. Exactly what's happening at pro-life pregnancy That's centers right. across yeah. the, irony. the nation. Mm -hmm. Irony. Hey, everyone. I'm Emily Campagno. Catch me and my co-hosts Harris Faulkner and Kaylee McEnany on Outnumbered every weekday at 12 p.m. Eastern or set your DVR. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the Fox News YouTube page for daily highlights.